Act 2, the podcast, episode 107, and we are back for another week. It's your boy, International Walk. It's your girl, Tosh, the co-host is with the mostest. And we are back for the delightful evening. You think I can trademark that? What? The co-host is with the mostest. I know people say the host is with the mostest, but I don't know if anybody has said the co-host is with the mostest. I think it might be, um, oh, shit. Mm. I think it might be um trademarked already. People do stuff like that and do whole blocks of it. Like ah. co-hosts with everything. Gotcha. Um, episode 107. You guys can know you can catch us on act2thepodcast.com, Spotify, Anchor, uh, Radio Public, TikTok, Breaker, um, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Those are all the platforms. And Twitter. Forgot you, about that. You yeah. tweet. No, I don't you tweet. You know Donald but, Trump is going back to Twitter. I fuck around on there, but I don't necessarily tweet. That's like the place where you can get the most hate. Like people mm. tell you, go fuck your baby on Twitter. Um, and fuck her sideways. So they don't care at all. So if you, okay, I'm just throwing out a number out there, right? Let's say, I know it's more, but let's say it's 50 million Twitter, Twitter users. And I know it's more. How many real people do you think that represents, considering people may have... Fake, like, I don't know if you call it, what do you call them? Not spam accounts, like. A fake account? Yeah, so how many people, if it's 50 million, how many people do you think that really is? I think it's 50 million. I mean, people who have fake accounts are real people, too. No, but I mean, they may have multiples. That's what I'm saying, to like, to make you feel like it's 10 people hating you, but it really might be six people because somebody got different accounts. I don't know. That seems like a lot of effort. I mean, I could see somebody trying to have one account to, to spy on somebody or some shit that they wouldn't want people to see, but to have five and six and seven fake accounts, that just seemed like a lot of effort. People be crazy, though. They want you to feel like, oh, my God, all these people hate me, and then you go back and look, and it's like, I thought I was getting 100 people that hate me, and it's 20 of y'all. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I mean, but nowadays people are so sensitive they don't want one person to hate them. Yeah. You can look at a hundred comments and they all nice, and one comment is fucked up. You're gonna, you know, hone in on that one or, or go to that person's page so you probably can see why you hate me or something I can say nasty about you. People gotta respect people though, on these social media like platforms and stuff. It's one thing to disagree with somebody. Or to give a, a differing opinion, or you might not even like the material, but you get on there being disrespectful. Like, who was the guy that just like told somebody like he knew his people and his people had killed his people? Twenty one Savage. Yeah, and I ain't saying he was right to say that, or it was right for. But you start talking, you know, reckless to people. What you know, typing stuff. People who really care, depending on what you say. You might get touched. Watch yeah. your mouth. Well, I mean, yeah, especially if you move around like that. And if you up that life, you go in other people's cities, things can happen. Now, I ain't saying, so, like, we making no threats if anybody say anything to us. But if you get disrespectful, we won't allow you to follow us anymore. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, it depends on what you say, that, that how disrespectful it gets. But, you know, some general disrespect, it's the fucking internet. But some personal shit, I don't know. I just don't know. I'm not there yet. So, don't fucking, <laughs> you know, don't. So, you say some shit that I really care about, then, yeah, I, I might put effort into finding out where you are and who you who are you. Um, how are you? Um, I'm okay. And I know that's kind of broad, general. Gotta give you a know, number of mental first. Mental, I would say I'm an eight. 
you know, I, I'm in a, uh, I am, you know, concerned about, not even concerned, just I'm in a, you know, life be life and things going on and just want you to be okay, me to be okay, us to be okay. But nothing is like bad, which is good. So I'm trying to stay in the positive mental space of not thinking about the would'ves or or not yeah would have could'ves but thinking about the what is so for that reason I'm an eight. Cool. Um, finances. Finances is a ten. Um, yeah, finances is a ten. I had some, you know, good conversations with my director the other day about work life, and I, this isn't about work; it's about finances. So that you know, it's always a ten anyway. But that made me feel good. So finances is a ten. Work. Work today, I'm going to say, is a nine. I was, I think, not I think, I know I had to take control of my emotions. And not that I get emotional, but I let it bother, not, I let it bog me down sometimes where I be feeling like, stressed out. Work emotions, you said? Yeah, but, but I don't mean work, I don't mean emotions, because I don't necessarily get emotional about work, but I let it affect my emotions, like I let it stress me, you know, or for, or... I don't know, maybe sometimes feel a little angry or just frustrated about certain things, but I, I'm I'm stopping myself from allowing it to put me in that mental space. It's just work. It's going to get done. Um, and just, so yeah, work, work for me, I'm going to feel it's a nine. I haven't been a nine at work um, wow. in a while. Yeah. Alrighty. Physicality. Physicality. I'm a, I'm a seven and a half. Seven you know, like things in life happening that kind of set me back with some of my plans that I had, but I'm gonna get back to it. Mm. <laughs> cool, that wrapped you up. How are you? Um, I am no, I'm gonna start you, but how, how are you? Why are you wet? It's my beard. Oh, <laughs> like water coming from my that scared me. Like, what the fuck? I touched your shirt like I no, feel no. raindrop. No, I'm 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 good mentally. Um not necessarily struggling, just trying to process. And I feel like um I eight. <clears throat> okay, eight is eight is Yeah, plus you eight. know, I'm very strong minded as it is, so I kinda tap into that space when I need to. Although, you know, I I don't. I don't want my cup to be half full, so I I need somebody to pour into me. But I'm um, I'm happy you said that. It coming from you doesn't concern me when you say I'm strong minded because I know you're not a person who um doesn't who is afraid to be vulnerable or admit when they don't oh, feel no. so strong. So it doesn't concern me that you say I know you are strong minded and strong will, but I know that if you do have a moment where you feel a little fragile, you'll let me know. Of course, works a ten because I, you know, I'm off for a period of time, um, and I'm not there. So, but you know, I am there because I'm doing a little bit of work. Um, you working from, from home phone, remotely? You know, yeah, I can. Um, you Welcome know, to some, my world. Do some inspections, order some dumpsters. You know, help my guys out if they need it. You skipped um, finances. Did I? Yeah. Finances is a ten. Yeah, I ain't. I ain't stressing about nothing. Um, just sitting back and saving. So, you know. That's it. You saving on gas. Yeah. Saving on gas a whole lot. Yeah. yeah. Wear and tear Tolls. to the car, toll. Yeah, yeah, all that kind of stuff. Getting um getting some recoup back from that. Um physicality. Did I, did I do that already? Mm -mm. Physicality. I let me do a check. 
That's an eight too. Yeah, I feel like an eight too. So you're eight, ten, ten, eight. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep, yep. Wives and woes. Ups, down, black, whites, good, bad. <gasps> My wow this week, um, I'm just going to say, you know, us being, you know, we, we are human and I know we talk about this often. We face things, issues, like we smile in front of y'all, but when we ain't smiling, you know, we tell y'all when we got beef with each other as well, but... Um, I'm just happy that we're able to work through and talk and communicate and it don't mean that we are not on and off switch people. You know, we have to work the process of going through things like, you know, your hearts and your, your emotions and stuff shouldn't be. I'm not going to say it can't be, but for us, it ain't just a light switch, but I'm happy that we are, our love supersedes, um, our, our love supersedes our struggles. So um, for that, it's just a bright moment for me. Our what my my what I said our well. Um, I don't have any woes this week. I'm just grateful. Yeah, I don't have any woes. Um, okay. My wow is that um, I just I'm home and I got time off, and I got time for my body to rest. So I'm happy about that. And my woe is tied to that. Like I don't I don't want to mm -hmm. not like I love my house and I love my home. I love my wife. Um, but I don't want to be here in the daytime. I, I want to be out doing what I'm supposed to be doing and working and, you know, having my life. And that's what I, I, I want to do. So that's what that's my what. Can I ask a question? Uh, well, I, I have a question. So what uh, I'm thinking back to 2020, the panty hit mm -hmm. and you had to be home for a period of time. Me, I didn't get any time off from work because I was able to work from home. You having an on-site job you couldn't and was it like the fear of the panty and knowing that like nobody could work and it was shut down was that is that why your emotions were a little different during that time than this time at your home um yeah i would think it was just because the unknown not knowing um you know, if I went outside, if I was going to die, if, you know, that's what it was back then. Yeah. So it was not like we know. We now. had a curfew. In hindsight, it was stay off the street. It was um, essential workers. It was people getting pulled over. What you're doing here in, in Delaware, I remember people getting pulled over because it was like you're not supposed to be on a road. Mm -hmm. So in that time, March 2020, yeah, it was more of I don't want to go out there. Okay. But, you know. This situation is like, okay, it something just sat me down and it's like, okay, my my feet still doing this. Mm. And my, my body not doing that, but my feet still and my mind still doing that. And I understand the whole respite part of it, but it's still a mental process you gotta get over just because this is what it's supposed to be doesn't mean it's that all all that great to accept. Yeah, and it's it's fucks with me mentally. It makes me think about. I remember my grandpa when I was younger. He um worked at his company for thirty five years, but he used to have seizures, and unfortunately, sometimes he would have seizures at work, and nobody would know. And then he would you know carry on with his day. Well, it got to the point where I think he had a seizure one time, and he didn't he he didn't come out of it. He was like in the bathroom. It was after hours. They found him. Thank God he's still alive, and it was okay. 
but they forced him to retire. Mm -hmm. And he had a hard time dealing with that. Like, he was still up going downtown every day. Like, he he couldn't just adjust to sitting in... Well, no, he worked out King of Prussia. Oh, okay. But just to be going. He he couldn't just sit in the house and do nothing. Like, he would be up... He would go downtown and go to the pharmacy. He would go downtown, and we lived in North Philly. He would go downtown and go to the bank. Go downtown and go to Reading Terminal to get lunch meat when it's a supermarket three blocks up. But he just had to. He, that sitting in the house wasn't for him. So because it wasn't like he chose to retire, it was forced retirement for his own benefit. So. Yeah. Yeah. And don't get it twisted. During my hours where I'm supposed to be chilling, I like to chill or do what I want to do. But when I'm supposed to be working, I want to be working. Like that's just how I'm I'm wired um you know and I I I know how to how to separate having a rest and you know it's just work but you know it's my work and I care about it so yeah. um we just got evergreen material this week um first topic I like evergreen is 7600 nurses got fake degrees and 25 people charged in in a place like Florida South Florida, three nursing schools. Like, how... And I know you work in the uh, insurance industry, but how does that affect, like, other than fucked up, 7,600 nurses got fake degrees? And and, and if you, you listen to the story, a lot of them, um, even with a fake degree and not all the qualifications, not all the qualifications sat down at state exams and some of them actually passed them, which yeah. mean they got jobs in hospitals and shit like that with not all the credentials that they're supposed to. And then this stuff right. is going on for a few years where it's like you've been working there for a while. You had patients, you, you had lives in your hand and some it might be, OK, this was a great nurse. Some people can yeah. say my experience with that person was great, but. Your credentials not right. That's 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 number one. Yeah, that's that that is it's true and it's sad. But so here's a, here's a couple caveats to this, and it's absolutely wrong what happened. And I don't want people to be mistaken in thinking just because these schools were in um, Florida that it only affected Florida because people from all over, including Philadelphia, and I'm familiar with a couple people up close and personal who were familiar with this program. Mm-hmm. That luckily, I know two people very personally that they didn't participate. But this is the thing, right? Three reputable schools. No, they're not reputable. That's the thing. What happened was these schools didn't have a curriculum. Okay. And that's how. So, okay, let's trace back. Like you said, they were taking the NCLEX, which which is the nurse licensing examination. And they were passing. Now, any nurse will tell you the NCLEX is hard. So, in order to pass, you have to have some knowledge. And right. what was happening is you had some nurses who may have had um, one credential and wanted to move to the next. So, like an LPN who wanted to be an RN. RN. So, instead of going to school, which they say some of the material is redundant, they would pay this school that didn't have any curriculum. And that's how they ended up getting in trouble because when they, were, when they did the research, they realized this is just a cash mill. Where are the courses that people are taking? There aren't Some any courses. Some people pay fifteen thousand dollars for their degree, and it's phony. Well, and the thing is, with because you just need that degree in order to take the test. So that goes to show they had to have some nursing knowledge. Another group of but people. Hold on, let's stop there. Where does the uh, the the accountability for the people who check degrees? 
like it's like I can't buy a degree from the University of Phoenix and then go to a job. They would check to see if I really went to the University of Phoenix. So where was but that? But if University at? of Phoenix is a part of the the fraud, the scam, then gotcha. they're verifying. Gotcha. So this that's what I'm saying. This institution was set up for this purpose. The three institutions. But there was one institution. I think they just had different campuses. Okay. So another group of people that I was told by nurses is that it's a large population of foreign nurses from Jamaica and Haiti who they're nurses in their country. When they come here, because of whatever they have to do to go through the channels of getting licensed, instead of going to school all over again, they were buying these credentials just so that they can take the licensing exam and work here in the U.S. Mm. So that, and again, it's still wrong because if you're an LPN, you're an LPN and you didn't go to school to be an RN. So you should get that education. Even if some of it is redundant, you should get that education. And I know, again, two people who are LPNs and they were saying, it's so hard. You know, the timing, I don't have time to go back to school. And they were going to pay eight, it was actually between 15 to $18,000 to get that so they can sit for the exam. But when they realized that it was a little fishy because having those conversations with the school, it was all about the money. Oh, we can set you up on a payment plan. And it was like, what's the class? It's like, oh, don't worry about it. Come down here. We're so, you know, we'll set, you can pay it over a year. And they like pull back from it. Thank God. But that's the so situation. What, from what you're saying, everybody who was a student of this of these three schools knew they, they didn't were, take any classes. They knew they were buying fake degrees. Yeah. They all were in on it too. They so yes. you got seven. So how does okay? That's a, your opinion on the situation and uh, stuff that you know. How does that affect the insurance industry, if at all? Well, it doesn't like necessarily work. I mean, and a, a a second question: If you had a hospital stay at the at a hospital in Florida, and you had a great fucking nurse that was awesome, like you would consider saved your life. And then this came out and you found out she didn't have credentials. Do you still have a problem? I don't because think about, okay, if somebody is an LPN and not an RN, technically there's still, you earned your LPN, you just bought your RN. It's wrong, but you still have that nursing information. LPNs treated you in the hospital. Right, but I'm saying you're not an RN. That means there's stuff that you can't do. Not, so you, 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 if that's is, the case, it would be it would be the same thing. There's stuff is, that but, LPNs, that RNs can do that LPNs can't. It is, but there's a small window. I mean, it's a bigger credential. They have more supervisory responsibility, but an LPN can still. And, and you would be the first to, to get a, uh, uh, um, what's, I can't think of the word upgrade, like, because you're an RN. So they're going to look at you first to. To promote you to like a supervisor position. Well, and that's the thing too. Right now in the in the medical field, you have a lot of LPN. Like you might have one RN on a shift who's um, supervising six LPNs. Right. Because, you know, it, it's a cost-saving measure. They can pay an LPN less I than saw an that RN. On the, on the badges. But if you got LPN, like if that's your status, you're never going to go higher unless you do the schooling to become an RN. Yeah. Yeah, you have to I'm go saying. to school. So you'll always be an LPN. Not, and that's fine. Some people the, stay Right, you forever. can make a living like that. But if you're an RN, there's more chances of you, you going up for however many. 
Well, it's the same thing. You can go from an LPN to an RN. But what's after You can go an from an RN to a BSN. That just means you have your Bachelor of Science in nursing. And what's after And that? then you can be a nurse practitioner who can act in the capacity of a, a doctor. doctor. Now, not all of them do, but yes, you can. Okay. Yeah. So you're not paid. Like, it's a different pay scale in terms of, like, insurance claims and so forth. But, yeah, you can act and as a doctor. And all that is connected to more schooling. Yeah, yes, definitely more schooling. Um, um, the crazy thing is too. Oh, oh my goodness, you you made me think about something. Well, you asked how does it impact the insurance industry? Not if, so if, much, yeah, but you do have to think about how the the vacancies that is going to cause in the, the medical the the hot, the medical. So field. how about you got lawsuits from from patients who said. I'm going to sue the insurance company because y'all had these... But that depends on who discloses that information. And and I don't think there's any reason necessarily... Well, if it's a crime, I think that that it would be public information if they did something wrong Um, and people wanted to sue. I don't think the government would hold that back. They would say these are the hospitals these people worked at and you you can get that information from the hospital. About who, what patient had who, and who had what. But if everybody's in trouble, if if seven thousand six hundred y'all bought y'all licenses, that's not good. That's wrong. That's a crime. But I, I think in that case, though, I, would the hospital have liability? If they did their due diligence and verifying that you had for to work at yeah, the hospital, I think the, you have I think to it would stop license. there because if you if you're telling me the hospital called the program. And the program's in on it. And the, the hospital, hospital ain't calling the program, the no. You, the hospital is verifying with the state that you have your state okay, license. Okay, so you got this so fake, it may fall you got back this on fake the degree state. and you sat down and took state exams. But see, this is the thing. It's not a fake degree. When they say it's a fake degree in the sense that you didn't really have to do any coursework to get it. Right. So really, that's going to fall on the state. Like, what steps did y'all have into place to credential this school, the accreditation process from the state. That's what makes it fake because there's no accreditation yeah. process. These things will be ripped up. It's not like these yeah. people will be allowed. And they sad, will have to get new degrees and, and take the courses that they missing. Yeah. And like, the sad part, well, they probably will never be able, even well, if they, if, they yeah, probably if will they, never be able to They'll say, well, I'm not doing it then, but it's and a fake And the sad degree. part about it is if they were an LPN, and they, now they put their licensure in jeopardy for for everything. Now you can't. You probably won't even be able to be an LPN because you bought the right. credentials to be an RN, and then you just negated everything. But this is what what got them caught up. It was people were passing the licensing examination, but with low passing scores. So they were seeing this increase in low. Like let's say if you if you got to get at least an 80 to pass, but you can get up to 100. Well, if you start seeing this high frequency of people just getting an 80, that's what started the investigation is that they were seeing an increase in very low, but still passing scores. scores. So they started to look and see, and that's when they noticed the trend. Oh, we got this influx of people with these low scores. Oh, and they all graduated from this same school. And then that's when they said, this school don't even have no damn curriculum. It's crazy. Yeah, well, that's, you have a fake degree. And that's a shame because that costs a lot of money. Well, yeah. You wasted 15. You could, instead you of going to school like for ostr- two years. You could be ostracized from your profession now. Yeah. Like not even be able to go back and do it because your name is red flag for buying fake documents. And, and I'm sure else. you could be charged 
somehow by the state. Well, I saw somehow. that people could face up to 20 years. Yeah. And, and I don't know if that's everybody, but... people, like, there'll be a lot of plea deals because you got a lot of females. I'm not, I know it's some male nurses, too, but it's a lot of females, so it, that's crazy. You females snitch more? No, but I don't think oh, they're please, in a... Oh, please, you say. Yeah, I don't think they're in a position to, to go to go jail. To jail. Yeah. Females have kids and shit like that, so... I saw yeah. an, uh, somebody who I know who's a nurse, and she said... This problem, she was one of the person. She was like, I had considered it too because I want to get my RN, but I don't have. She's married. She got you know kids. She's like you know, but I didn't do it. She said somebody probably got caught up, got mad because they paid their money, got their fake credentials, and still didn't pass. And somebody probably yeah, told. It's the same thing as buying a fake ID. I mean, when you look online or Google shit like that, fake ID, which I have in the past. All that shit comes up. Fake diplomas, fake degrees, certain schools see, with like that, they they font and logo on them. It'd be like this ain't a like, but you're a, getting this from a real accredited university, and that's the problem. The state, whatever accreditation process, and I'm sure we're gonna look into the story because the, tell me what the accredited uh accredited. university is. Like you keep saying, well, what's the university? Yeah, like it, okay, I'll tell you the school. It's yeah, a school, like, and, and and from what I read, it actually affected five states: Florida, Texas, New Jersey, New York, and Delaware. Mm -hmm. So it, that's these just nurses, a fucked it's up sad. Thing. It's because, sad. Again, you can that's seventy six hundred nurses that can be wiped out across the country that people need. That that you know, I would I would hope is seventy six hundred great nurses. But that's probably not the case. But I would hope that it's 7,600 great nurses. And I but, know people who put blood, sweat, and tears, sacrifice, time away from their families, going to school. But it's your fucking fault to buy a fake a fake document. Yeah. It is. Like, I wanted to do it years ago, and she advised me not to. <laughs> and I'm uh, I'm thankful that she, that, that, that she advised that. But still, it's wrong because if you hand that shit to a fake ID to a cop, or now you got this fake diploma, you get this job or degree for 300000 a year, and six months into it, they like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, what the fuck is this? You, you Now you're going to set your whole life up to make this certain amount of money or think you got away with something, and it all comes crashing down. But the sad part about it is the way that it was structured, technically, a nurse would not have got caught unless this happened because again once you have you don't have it's not like you're applying for a job and a job asks you what school did you graduate from and then they verify your degree because there's another level the the hospital is saying oh you got your state license from pennsylvania state that the state is supposed to do all of that verification to make sure that everything is good. As long as you got that license to present and they verify your license is valid, the hospital's not looking at transcripts. Well, believe so me, so the not. state is gonna have some believe trouble with their hands. The state ain't gonna fucking put it on them. They gonna push yeah. it to somebody else. <laughs> the state ain't gonna say this our damn fault. They're gonna be like, no, nah, it's the buck stops over there. If it's our fault, it's their fault too. But the state just ain't gonna say. Hush down, simmer down, everybody keep keep we working. It. We, it's our fault. No, that's never been the case. But Florida, don't they always say, I think that's where the school is based out of and they have satellite office or something like that. But that's crazy. It's, it's sad. Um, still down in Florida, Governor DeSantis banned critical race theory um, in the curriculum in Florida. The four... Um, Courses are Origins of African dys Dysphoria, 
freedom enslavement resistance, the practice of freedom, movements and debates. And under each one of these courses is about nine different topics that I, I, I read them. They cover everything black, like from the birth of blackness to the, uh, the, the middle path, like everything you could think of black black media black 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 queer like everything black is under these four curriculums diaspora and diaspora mm -hmm. um and they he don't want it okay let me ask you this when we were in school right you mm -hmm. learned about mesopotamia oh god yes. no, i'm just saying you learned about mesopotamia yes. um you learned about like the greek gods and all of that stuff rome Gr greek okay greek mythology yeah but not even mythology like the real greek emperors and roman emperors julius caesar and all of them okay you learned but that's kind of what it's called is greek mythology though well mythology is mythical i'm talking about the real emperors not right. like hercules and Zeus. i'm talking about the real people that lived like julius hercules caesar was a real person Zeus was a real person. All those people were real. They was just tens of thousands of years ago. But when you say mythology, Nazareth and all those people, like Medusa, isn't she part of like Greek mythology? She was real with snakes in her head. She was a rape victim that that um, she was raped by the kings and all that stuff. And she was something happened where she wanted her revenge back so bad that that's where that shit came from where she could turn people to stone. And she turned mostly men to stone because they couldn't resist looking at her. But she was a rape victim that... that Baby, um, what? A person can't turn a person to stone. What are you You're talking about? You're talking about back then. This is what she was known for, right? It, that's why it's called mythology. It's Medusa not real. Medusa was a real person. Okay. All right. Just, okay. I, I'll, all right, whatever. I don't think she could turn people to stone in real life, but Medusa was a real person. Is what okay, I'm but maybe that that story was probably the that's where the mythical part comes into okay, it because it's not that's the mythical part. But the lady the, Medusa it was a lady named Medusa okay. was a real person. That's all I'm could saying. Could she turn you to stone? Probably not. But Medusa okay. was a real person. All right, so you, you made me you know <laughs> digress a little. Okay. Let's go to the Chinese emperors and like okay. Chengshao dynasty, the di different dynasties and stuff, right? Sun okay. Okay. You learned about the Holocaust, right? Yeah. So why is it okay that we learn about the history and culture of all of these other people, but when it comes to the African people, because their history includes the atrocities by the Europeans, then it's like, ho, 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 ho. We learned about the Mayans and the Incans from Mexico, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. But yet we can't learn about the people of Africa. You preach it to the choir. I, I don't think, I don't know why it's not, it's not even across the board like that either. But I don't know. And I, and I don't know how a governor can just say you can ban a curriculum out of a school like that and blatantly it blatantly be I don't want you teaching that black stuff and it be okay like, like yeah, I don't, the I just, yeah, show, like, I don't know how that's the state cool. of Florida either the parents aren't showing up or people are in alignment with yeah, this because I just where don't is know the how outrage that is. and people get excited when they hear critical race theory they think that you you're teaching the small white kids nothing but black stuff First, but it's like we were black kids and they taught us nothing but white stuff that we we learned about Christopher Columbus and the Santa Maria and the Pinta and all that shit where it was exactly. like not useful to us. Exactly. It was just we're sitting there learning that okay, we were the ones that was in the bottom of the boat getting beaten, spit on and thrown out and shit. 
making people sick. Like it's it it's not the same thing. Okay, so when you say theory, the definition, and this is from the Oxford Dictionary, it's a supposition or a system of ideas intended to explain something, especially one based on general principles independent of the thing to be explained. A set of principles on which the practice of an activity is based, an idea used to account for a situation or justify a course of action. Right. The but fact white that people ain't reading that but, and but, thinking but this, this is, is the what thing. it is. It, the, the fact that they label our history as critical race theory, this isn't a theory. These things happen. It's history. The fact that they put this label on it makes people think, oh no, we don't want to we don't want to teach them these this it's race. It's like the theory. gram. If it's not on the gram, it didn't happen. That's what it was in a sense. Like they never talked about it. They never they never taught it. They never explained it. So we don't know. So and everybody else just acts like they don't know. You know but what the they're still the descendants of their grandfathers had slaves and all that kind of shit like that. And they know what was in their family. That shit's talked about between them. But we don't know. And just yeah. because you want to have a curriculum in a school that teaches black kids and white kids, uh, like they taught me about Mesopotamia, why not teach a white kid about Africa? What's so bad about that? Yeah. Like, you what's know what so this bad further, about that? Th this further justifies the need for... Excuse me. Further justifies the need for institutions like the great Dr. Umar Johnson is creating. <laughs> you went left with that thing. But this is why he got, some, he got some rhetoric that just doesn't fly. Like, but this is the why snow we need bunny theory and all that shit. But like, again, we're not talking about. He's not going to be teaching that in his schools, but he's going to be teaching black. Uh, our history to our young men and he's going to advise little black boys to marry little black women what i'm saying is this is why we need more institutions geared towards teaching our history to our people there's so first of all the the stuff that they did teach us in school that piece that we did get well, you know we were fortunate enough to get there's so much more that we didn't yeah. get and then you're just you're gonna leave. We learned about Rosa Parks, Dr. Martin Luther King, Frederick Douglass. They barely Madam wanted to. They yeah, and this was during Black History <laughs> yeah. Month when you would get you know the whole spiel of everybody. They barely wanted to talk about Malcolm X. They no, damn got, sure didn't let us know all the real deal about Nat Turner. You got a picture. I never learned about Nat Turner until I was out of school. I knew I of his name, person. but I didn't know the real um, story. You get a picture. Uh, a summary that's like two pages and then another picture, a summary that's like two pages. That's all you knew about them. Yeah. Like when I did book reports and stuff on um, Madam C.J. Walker or the um, person who Shirley did, uh, Chisholm, W.E.B. Du Bois. Heart, uh, heart transplant. Ben Carson. Yeah, like you just got two, three pages of what was about them. That's it. And then you had to summarize your book report. But like, that's what I'm saying. It wasn't like it was a book about them or... If you went to the encyclopedia, it wasn't much about them. But that's what I'm saying. It was those like um, those go to people that they taught us about. You know, the same. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say twelve. Malcolm X wasn't in there either, because he was the rebel. Yeah, I, I learned about Dr. King, but I did not learn about Malcolm X. I learned a smidge about Malcolm X, but it was like the same twelve to eighteen black people that they told us about. Like you said, on a couple paragraphs. Every year during Black History Month, W.E.B. Du Bois, George Washington Carver, Garrett Morrison, the, who made the stoplight. And, I mean, again, it's like we're just, you know, oh, look, we're, we're, we're teaching you some black stuff. Now no, let's get on with it. It wasn't about this is where it started. 
this is what happened to y'all. This is who was responsible the colonization. for it. the colonization, the Middle Passage, the the transportation, like the the system, the systematic racism. Like none of that stuff was taught. It was just like, oh, they spread like even. It's just bad. Like We didn't really learn about Africa when you think of it. And as an adult, I have a yearning to really... I'm, I'm still very much ignorant about most history of Africa itself. Like, Africa is, what, 54 countries? It's a mm -hmm. continent made of 54 countries. There are some countries that are still, even recently within the last few years, have changed names. Um, it's just so much history there. And to think that you're removing it just because of the you want to label it as critical race theory. What about all the great things about Africa? Like, that's that's horrible. Mm -hmm. We ain't never moving to Florida, I'll tell you that. No, I don't mind to say I would never move to Florida. Just like with about five, six years ago, maybe ten years ago, they started saying Florida is fucking crazy and the people in it. And I read one time, it was a man and a woman doing meth and she zipped them up in a suitcase and he died. Like, that was it for they me. They was playing. It was like, what the fuck are y'all doing down there? Like, what the fuck are y'all doing? You ever see the thing on, um, I think it's on Google where it says, um, Florida, it says, uh, Florida man, and you put in your date of birth, you put in your birth date, and it's going to be a crazy story no matter what yep. date you put in. It's going to be a crazy story about a Florida man no matter what date it is. It's It's crazy. Um, if I said this statement to you, um, but shout out to the people in Florida. Yeah, I mean, I have favorite. some people I love from Florida, but I wouldn't want to live there. Yeah. I, I would visit. Florida used to be one of our favorite vacation spots in Fort Lauderdale. I think you got to go to the places that's not populated, like a... Deerfield like, Beach. Or Kissimmee or some shit like that. That's Disney World. I know. Like, it's not heavily populated by, like, the hood. Oh, you shit. mean... Oh, you didn't say the hood. I thought you yeah, just meant people. I don't go to Jacksonville. I don't go oh, to Duval okay. County. Don't go to Broward County. Like, go to go to Kissimmee. Like, a lot of people don't say they live there. Well, some other small little town in Florida you probably can visit and still be in Florida, still be, you know, amongst the water, but not necessarily in fucking Jacksonville. Yeah. Something like that. If I said this statement to you, let me get all this out and then you tell me what you think. 70% of inmates come from a single mother household. Single fathers produce statistics as high as intact families. Data was gathered from parents of a folk that data was gathered from parents and a focal child in 30 single mothers and 30 single fathers and 30 intact families. The parent perception inventory PPI and child behavior checklist CBCL were used to evaluate how positive and negative behaviors of parents and Internalizing, internalizing and externalizing behaviors of the children differed across the three family structures. What does that mean to me? Yeah. It sounds like they did some research to determine how children behave when they come from a, what they refer to as an intact family. I'm assuming meaning a mother and father in the home versus a single parent. Home. But did you like? Do you did you not notice that you don't hear that? Um, single father households produce just as well as intact households like why don't you think dads get credit for that and that's white and black 
it's just be, being a single father is like you, you it, they say you um more up on the child and and it, it just the stats show that 70 percent of inmates come from single mother households well i think so the that's reason a huge why, number i don't think that it doesn't get as much credit because i do think when people hear they celebrate a great single father when they hear of a story. Mm -hmm. I think the problem is we don't hear, it's not as prevalent, right? and we don't hear about it as much. But I think really it's, it's, it's kind of reversed in terms of them getting credit because people are like, wow, you're a single dad. That's so awesome. You're holding it down because you're not used to seeing that dynamic. Mm -hmm. Or like a single mother, it's... It ain't no big deal. It's one, you know, they're everywhere. So they're celebrated as well. But I do think single fathers are really highly celebrated when their stories are known. But because it's so much less prevalent, and maybe I'm sure it's less prevalent in terms of numbers, but also men probably aren't as boisterous about being single fathers as single mothers mm -hmm. are. But I think that's why it may appear... I don't think... Again, I don't think it's less celebrated. It's, it's a less known um, thing. So, although you might not think it's less celebrated, the numbers show that if 70% uh, of inmates across the country come from single moms um, and single in it, that number, and dads produce a number that's like intact families, what's that, like, what's that say about um, moms who raise boys well i think it's a little unfair because when you say 70 percent of inmates come from single mother single mother households right but we have to look at what's the prevalence of single mother households compared to single father households well i mean i think it's a lot a lot there because i think systematically they took dads out of households which made it be a lot of single moms and stuff like that there's an incentive for moms to be get help from the government not have men live with them or the dads you know in mm -hmm. place so i think there's some systematic shit shit inside of that that's but that's also mm -hmm. if you're raising boys there's only a certain um point you can probably you know get them to before they get to the streets unless they have a dad yeah, I mean, I do think that because if if you if you just go by the numbers and you talk in all races and you say the that that seventy percent is on moms and the dads they produce numbers like intact families. I don't know what that number is. I don't know why they didn't say it, but it's just something to say there. I'm not trying to say dads are better than moms. Right. I'm not saying that at all. But I'm just saying there's something to say about what's happening with moms who raising single. Um, who, who raising boys and their single parents and 70% of them are, are, are becoming inmates. I think the numbers are skewed because, again, the prevalence of single mothers is so much higher. So I don't think it's fair to compare those So you think the numbers higher because it's more single moms? Yes, exactly. Okay, I, so, I can yeah. I can So I don't that. think that's a fair comparison. But I do think we also have to look at what are the dynamics of a situation that result in a dad being a single dad. A lot of times, one, you have to think there may have, it could be for financial reasons, mm -hmm. or it could be reasons where maybe the father has a better home structure Mom because we be know, drugs. or just not adequately prepared to, to be a mother. Like she may have visitation or something like that, but he may be the primary custodial parent. But I think that's even, you like, there's a lot you got to prove in court for that to happen, for them to take the, the full that's custody away from the, the That's why so I'm that's saying why the I situation. Drugs, like, it wouldn't just be, 
They wouldn't just take a kid away from a mom if she couldn't work because she can get assistance. Right, but that's why I'm saying the structure of those scenarios where a dad is granted custody to be the single, to, to be the primary, because he may he may be the, a single parent, but it doesn't mean he's the only parent. Right. Just like for some single moms, you may be a single mom, meaning the kids are with you, you're the custodial parent. It doesn't mean their dad isn't in their life. So for dads, though, like you said, the situation, unfortunately, has to be a little more egregious in terms of the mother's behavior for them to award the dad custodianship, custodianship, if that's the word, custodianship, custody, whatever. Yeah. But so with that being said, you know, maybe the dad sh has more of that structure. Sometimes moms, and I know this again, firsthand, not to act like I know a whole lot because I know these from people, the system is broken in the sense that sometimes, and I'm not saying this to be mean because, I mean, it's, it's a shame. Kids shouldn't be taken away from any parent if the parent is prepared to handle them. But the system is designed, and I know this from some working in the system, to really keep children with their mothers. Right. So mothers can mess up. And that's why whenever you hear about so a situation of a mother's rights being terminated, Oh, believe me, either she's agreed to yeah. it or like they have given chance after, after chance when and I, she just can't get right. When I see a situation like a Dwayne Wade with his his baby mom and it's like, what what about that situation? Like, I know he's a millionaire and all this stuff. I think he, that was financially motivated. I know. But what I'm saying is like, yeah, I think he paid for that because I don't see her not being on drugs, her not being fucked up. Why would you sign your two sons over to give give the dad full custody when you're capable of taking care of them too? It I don't wasn't think, like she did was, she sign him over or was that awarded by the court? He fought for years for that. I don't know like how so the process was, happened. Well, it was awarded by the well, not I, okay. That's a little strong. I not sign him over, but awarded by the court. So what? But you you have to you play a part in that. It's not like you did something bad and they awarding the kids. He fought for custody for years. Because and they, I think they determined his... that he should be awarded primary custody. Now, I think the mother has visitations, right. but he was awarded primary custody. And again, I think that's one of those situations based on financial status. He proved, oh, I could give them a better life. They can go to better schools. She may be living in the hood. I also I also think that's where I'm, I also think he paid her to 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 get on board with that. Mm. And, and, and and not make a peep about it. Because how many times do you see that with all these rich guys? But you have to think, he's how the, many he's times the one these rich anomaly, guys fighting for their kids? I don't know, but he's the one anomaly out of all these rich basketball players and football players that you see in the news saying, I want to fight for my kids. And he did that. I remember he was in court for like five years for that shit. And won, he won custody of one, and then he won custody of the other. So I, I think w without knowing the circumstances, it's hard to say because I don't think he necessarily paid her because she was fighting him as well and has continued to kind of voice her dissatisfaction with the situation. So I don't think she was paid for it. I think he j the court was in his favor due to money. And I think when we look at other situations, like think about a Matt Barnes. I know he was in court over his sons. And then I think it was kind of decided like they would have shared joint custody because it's super fucking hard to get them to be like the mom doesn't have like you have visitation it's hard to do that in any state it's and easy I, to tell see, a father for, you have visitation rights but it's hard to tell the mom the kids are going with the 
you know, the dad and you you have visitation rights. That rarely happens. We also look at a situation like my dad Steve Harvey years ago. Now his son is grown now, but I remember when it was his last wife when they were going through their thing and he he got yeah, yeah, Winton, yeah. Because <laughs> I remember the name, that's why. He yeah. always would get on the radio every day talking about he want Winton. Yeah, so that's the, <laughs> so I think in those situations, you can, fair or unfair, I mean, because we don't know the mothers and maybe the fathers were truly the best. And, I, and, and, it, and it makes you think, who are we to determine that the mother was the best fit it or the father? Maybe right. the court was right. And then who I'm knows what the judgment would have been if so, they were daughters instead of sons. That's true. That's true, too. And I wonder if they allow the kids to have a say in where they want to grow up or live at. I hope not, because that's hard. I think that I think you should at a certain age. I think at a certain age, I don't think they should just stick you where... They think you should go. Well, so no, I no. think at a certain fucking age, yeah, I want to say something. Well, because no, I run the fuck away. Well, no, if you strongly oppose one or the other, then yes. But if you feel like I, I'm torn and I don't want to choose one or the other, no, I think you shouldn't have to choose. Yeah, I don't think because, you should have to. Yeah, but, but if you, oh no, yeah, I agree. Be, they should ask you. They shouldn't do all this shit around you about where you're going to live and not ask you. If you strongly know, I don't want to live with him or I don't want to live with her, they should take your opinion. They definitely should take yes. that into consideration. That's, that's what I'm but saying. But if you feel like, I love both of them, whatever y'all decide is what y'all decide because you might not want to hurt your mom or your dad, then I don't think the kids should be forced to make a decision. No, you shouldn't be forced, yeah. but you definitely should be should be asked. If you have a opinion. Yeah, if you yeah. have a preference. Um Alec Baldwin got charged with shooting a lady at the um the movie set he did a couple years ago. Um he might go to jail for real for real because I, I was reading in the scene he never was supposed to pull the trigger. Mm. And he did twice. Well so my question is this, so though. The, I thought they weren't supposed to have real bullets. Yeah. Somebody, the person who loaded the gun, I think, is charged. And I think that was the, whoever the, the, the person was on set was charged. But I think you're not supposed to point at people. You're supposed to point to the side of them. And he ended up pointing at this lady and, and squeezing the, uh, the trigger. Squeezing the trigger. And I, you're not supposed to do that. And this made it seem like... This was like an um, off, off, off camera thing. Mm -hmm. Like they filmed the scene, the shot, or whatever, and then he was just joking around and pow. So it wasn't during the it filming wasn't part of the scene. Of, no, it wasn't part of the scene. He was playing around. Yeah, I but mean, you're still not supposed to squeeze the trigger, and it's not supposed to be live ammo on the on the, on the set. I look at it like this. You so know, two things can be true. If you were you know, hanging out with your homies, uh, anybody hanging out with your homies and you playing around and you got a gun and you play and you shoot it and that person dies, you're going to go to jail, mistake or not. Just because you're in Hollywood, you're a man, you're white, you're rich, your family is notorious, it doesn't abstain you from having to face the repercussions. Plexico Burris had to go to jail for shooting his damn self. Why wouldn't he have to go to jail for shooting somebody else and killing them? Well, the gun laws in New York City are just drastic. That's why he went to jail. I mean, I know, but like, they, they you sent had me to jail and state, I, caught, I shot myself. They, they I didn't even hurt state, nobody. Like, you get three years, bro. And I didn't even pull it out. I shot myself in my pocket. 
and I had to go to jail. So again, the laws or <laughs> the law should not abstain people who you know fit those criteria. Hollywood man, white actor, rich, famous, notorious family. If somebody was standing in the, sh if, if you know, if you were at work at Home Depot and y'all was playing with a nail gun and you was playing around and you pulled the trigger just playing with one of your friends and you shot him in the head, oh my God, it was a mistake. He died. You're going to jail. Mm -hmm. So he was at work. He did that. He, yeah. And you know what bothered me about, and I can't say I followed this story along, like, when it came out. Followed I followed it as long as it went. <laughs> yeah, but I remember him, like, doing an interview about it, and I just felt like, I like when people have, I like when people take the Beyonce approach. Like, like why do an Don't interview? say anything? Yeah. Like, her family is mourning. It was a mistake. You get on TV to plead your case, <laughs> to have a story. And so, in a situation that something tragic happens, and your lawyer says, listen, if you don't say nothing, they're going to fucking hate you. But if you do say something, they're going to fucking hate you. What do you do? I'm not going to say anything. But they're going to fucking hate you. They're going to hate me if I do. So why I know, I but so it's like, there's somewhere where it's like, but, you, you, gotta, you can't leave the, that much space for speculation. But they're going to... The, 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 the court of public opinion... Once that gets rolling, then you don't come back from that. So I'm just advising you that if you don't say nothing, it's going to be bad. If you do say something, you can say the wrong thing and it can be bad. But the fact that if you stay quiet and leave that much uh, gap for speculation, you might not come back from What did he get him now? He's still going to jail. So you think he shouldn't have said nothing? I don't think if you so you think if he didn't do the interview he wouldn't be getting no, no, locked up. No, no, that's what I'm saying. I don't think doing the interview got him locked up, but it didn't. It didn't help him. He's still going to jail, and and again, it was insensitive. Like, why are you on here talking about it? Her, if anything, have a conversation with her family. Say whatever you need to say to her family. Talk to you know behind the scenes or something. I, I like I don't know doing that interview for. I would have hoped he did that, but don't know. But I would yeah, I hope so. That you but, spoke to the family before you got on TV. That's just yeah. I mean, oh, they may not have wanted to hear anything from him, and if that's the case, he definitely should have take the, took the stand because who wants to see your face plastered across the TV talking about how you killed their loved one and making yeah. excuses for how or what? And because it may it have looks truly like you been came an to accident. The it looks like you came to the family. We didn't want to talk to you, and you you're telling us, oh, I have a platform where I can get my shit out anyway. Yeah. And you're going to hear it anyway, so then you go to the cameras because you're Alec Baldwin. You know what it makes me think about. The whole um, Dana White thing. Like, oh, let me run to the media and tell my story so I can plead my... Not even plead my case to y'all. It's almost like, I'm going to tell y'all so y'all can shut up. Like that white man entitlement kind of thing. Like, let me just tell y'all what it is and tell y'all to pipe it down, not worry about it. Well, I don't... I don't. Let's, let's talk about that. I don't necessarily think he piped it down. I was upset because it wasn't talked about enough. And if it was a black person, they would have like dug deep on this and you would have been under the jail you would be surprised at the comments about dana white where and this is like black people too where it was like when are we gonna stop like if you can't hit people if you're supposed to keep your hands off people why is it okay for a woman to hit a man and that's what a lot of the comments said and women y'all i'm not saying you but as women they couldn't defend that 
And, and it was like, okay, if I'm not supposed to slap you, why the fuck do I get slapped? No, How no, is I... that cool? And that's where a lot of people that, like defended him and said, well, she slapped him first. Why is every... This is why this isn't talked about. And this is what the, the internet was saying. This is why this isn't talked about, him slapping her, because she slapped him first. And it was like, damn, I didn't know... I thought that just was the rule. You're not supposed to hit a woman. But it's like so many people think a different thought. So, so many people think a different thing. And it's like, okay, where does the line draw at where if everybody's supposed to keep their hands off each other, how does she get to slap the shit out of him? He slaps her back and it's a, he's a woman beater. No, I, I do agree that, okay, there's double standards in the world. And I'm, I Correct. am in no way, shape or form stating that it's okay for a woman to hit a man. And I know there's been some situations that men are truly in domestic abusive relationships, relationships at the hands of their female partners. I get it. This is one of those double standards where you can't say that, you know, this woman smacking him deserve this MMA fighter, X fighter, whatever he is, muscle man, to haul <laughs> off and smack her back. It, it is a double standard. And in this case, she, yes, she was wrong, but he was he was double wrong to me. Like at you, he should not have responded in that way. She should have never put her hands on him. But as a as a woman, I would think if I had a son, I'm not teaching my son. Oh, if she hits you, you smack her back. Now, if you're in a situation where a woman feels it's okay to put their hands on you, you don't need to be with her. Now I know they've been married for thirty some years. Blah 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 blah. So I'm not saying that she's like okay, automatically you leave her, you divorce. But I'm talking about you don't. You don't. So it's a double standard. It is a double standard in our favor. We I, get one. I, <laughs> we get one. Y'all got a lot. What like what? And, I, and I'm not saying it's acceptable. No, I'm in no way saying it's acceptable. But I'm saying in that situation, yeah, she was wrong for hitting him. I'm, but I'm men, okay. I'm okay with the double standard. Just so the people know, I I'm not gonna I'm not gonna hit hit a woman at all. But I think there's something to say for women who know that. And punch men in the face yeah, anyway. That's wrong. And then when they get slapped, they say, "Oh my God, you hit me! I'm yeah, calling the cops." That's wrong. So when if it's women out there who know the double standard and know that it's in place and says, "Okay, this is like they're going to be looked at if they hit us," but yeah. if I get mad enough, I can punch him in the lip and dare him to hit me back. That's fucking wrong. It is wrong. And and again, it, it comes back to that thing of having this conversation about equality right men want to be say that they're bigger faster stronger than women so her hitting you was absolutely wrong but knowing but women, that you're I, bigger oh, oh, faster oh, oh, stronger oh, 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 you turn around and you reciprocate she punch you in the face say, you punch her in the no face? but i'm just saying you gonna say men say they're bigger faster stronger women say i can do what men do and treat me equal I, I, so just say that too, because I, women talk shit too. I can't do what a man does. No, but I'm just saying. I know you are soft and pink, and I love that about you. But I'm just saying, there's women out there who buck up and say all that type shit. I'm sure you know girls like that yeah. growing up, and you know women like that. So that's all I'm saying. It's even on both sides. Do I think a man should ever hit a woman? No. Let's just get that out there. No, I do not. But at the same time, there's a conversation for women who think. Just because I know that, that I'm going to punch you anyway. 
No, I, I can't get down with a woman punching a man in the face. Like, because there was a video where it was in the airport and it was a guy that worked there. And this lady, she's like in his face, in his face, in his face, hollering, nah, 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 and she go to swing at him. And he goes to whoop her behind. And then other men jump in it to, to other men jump in it to get him for hitting her. But I feel like y'all should have jumped in it to de-escalate so that she should should have never put her hands on him. Now, he's absolutely wrong to reciprocate and have her back in that situation. You a man, you can't buck up and be ready to go, you know, blow for blow with a woman. Okay, it's just, okay. it's you, a double you have, standard. You have a girlfriend and you see her once a week and she, she you know, she, you like, you know, I, I punch my boyfriend. And you like, yo, that, that shit ain't cool. You no. can't be out here hitting men. Like, you give it a game. Next week you see her, she punched him again. Next week she tell you the same story. Oh, we got to fight and he made me mad. I fucked him up again. Next fourth time she come in, she her eye black. She crying, talking about call the cops. He fucked me up. First of all, like, don't, don't involve me in no domestic. But I'm just but... saying, it's like, it's like, where does it stand at? Like I know as a as your girlfriend, you've been fucking this man up for a month. Yeah. Now you come with your eye black, and yeah, I feel like he shouldn't have hit you, but goddamn, did you? you, well, did you... The, I'm not talking about a situation where a woman is constantly hitting a man. In this situation with Dana White, I don't know if that was the first time. I don't know if she hauls off and smacks him all the time. I don't know if this interaction between them is something that happens frequently. She right. smacks him, he smacks her back, and it just so happened that it, wrote, it played out in a club, and now other people are aware of it. It, but in that situation, you're right. If I had a friend, I knew of someone, know of someone who I love dearly. And it was like, you know, she was arguing with her boyfriend or whatever. And she's like, I just got so mad. And I just, I'm, don't do that. Because when you get knocked out, it's not right. But you, you don't know. I know he's not going to knock me out if I hit him. Now, he may grip me up and slam me against the wall. Like, what the hell is wrong with you? Don't put your hands on me. But you don't know that all men ain't going to knock you out if you hit them. So as women, we should keep our hands to ourselves because we want that to be reciprocated from men. However, I will say as men, if a woman slaps you, you punching her in her face, that ain't an even exchange. Go get your sister. Like, go get your sister to fight well, let's, her. Like, let's, that's let's not just say what it exchange. was. She slapped him. He slapped her back. They're married 33 years. Is it wrong? Fucking right, it's wrong. You shouldn't act like that yeah. as husband and wife. But, and for him, what do people want you to do when you make a mistake? You rush and apologize. But, but see, that's but it's what, like, but, so if you sit back and act like, oh, bravado, I don't have to say nothing, that's how we get down, you're going to be attacked. You're going to be like, oh, who the fuck you think you are? If you rush up there and say, listen, this happened. I'm sorry. It's me and my wife. We've been together 33 years. Yeah, it's wrong, but I'm sorry. Me and her are working it out, and we're going to move on. How is like that wrong? That to, I'm not saying it's wrong. I just feel like you don't... If you, you don't owe that to any. If you don't, if you want to sh sh the situation to die down, you don't, did Jay Z and Beyonce ever tell us what happened in that elevator? No, but they wasn't fighting each other. Did what I'm saying? Did 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 Beyonce ever tell us what happened between her sister and Jay Z in the elevator? It was still a domestic situation, even though it wasn't them. They kind of did were, in the music. 
They kind of did. It's a billion dollars on the elevator. That's all they said. They ain't let us know. You know how it goes there. It's a billion dollars on. The, they didn't tell us what happened, and that's what I'm saying. You don't owe nobody no explanation. That's your life. That's your wife. That's your family. Like, and if y'all okay with it, why well, even? The interview was kind of like, yeah, we did it. It happened. I'm sorry. You know, we're all good. We're married. We've been together for this long. We got kids. It's all good. Kind of like pipe down, mind y'all business. If that's the case, don't even do the interview. I, I think the Jay-Z and Beyonce thing, we can leave this alone. We know what happened. We just don't know why it happened, which we don't need to. But we know what happened. She got gripped up. They had to be separated, and she kicked them. That's what we saw in the elevator, just like the Ray Rice shit. We don't know what words were said because it was silent. But that's but we what do I'm know saying. What Nobody ever did an interview saying, I'm sorry, this shouldn't have happened. I shouldn't have put my hands on it. Or I should. Like, it was never discussed. The okay. Beyonce effect. Okay. That's all. What have you learned? Oh, what have I learned? I actually had some stuff for y'all, but um, I don't, I, I'm, I'm a little, my mind is a little all over the place. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna take a um, take an L on this I'm gonna week, take an L this week. Yeah. Um, I this learned that um, you know Ben Simmons is was engaged. I heard that name for a while. Yeah, he was engaged to a girl. I don't even know who the girl was. Might have been Kylie. Um. Or Kendall. Or Kendall. Um, I doubt they would have said if it was, though. But I, it could have been. Um, and he gave her $800,000 ring. And he sent lawyers to get the, you know, to send the girl all types of, of, of paperwork because he wanted the ring back. And I didn't know that in certain states, New Jersey being one of them, if a ring is given to a person, it's a, um, with the intention of getting married, and two people don't get married, the ring is supposed to come back legally. I never knew that, that they had that type of law in states because of domestic violence and things like that. Now, if you commit the marriage, ring don't come back because the agreement of the ring is for two said people to get married. Now, if the woman pulls out, man pulls out, ring comes back. I think I've and that's heard, the law in New Jersey and a bunch of other states. I think I've heard something like that before, and I don't know this to be true, but I think there's some caveat while that why they tell people not to um, propose on like birthdays, Christmas, or Valentine's Day yeah. because it can be interpreted as a gift. But it's in the even law though that it's for it's proposal. Yeah. But on those days, because it's like, oh, he gave this to me on my birthday, or mm -hmm. he gave this to me on Christmas or Valentine's Day, <sighs> then you don't have to give a gift back. Mm -hmm. So, I, so I think I learned that from Wendy Williams years ago, where she was like, you know, stay away from those days because if it don't work out, they can claim it as a gift, and you don't have to get the ring back. But eight hundred thousand dollars, I would like to know what that ring looked like. Eight hundred thousand dollar ring, you always say that's a million dollar ring, probably four carats. Five carats, something like that. You think that. that's it? Yeah. Yeah, oh, I mean, wow. that's a lot. That's but, a, but I've seen some, tw like, you think about, like, a uh, Gucci main wife or something. She done had a, a, a ring on her hand that looked like an ice cube. Yeah, you're talking about a 10 carat. Like, Wendy Williams used to have a big ring like like that on her show. Like, that's you're talking about, like, a 10 carat ring. And you think that's more than $800,000? Yeah. Okay. I'm just yeah. asking. I, you know, I didn't have any real perception. So. Yeah. Okay. But you know, I, that's a huge, huge, huge ring. Yeah. Um, three grams. We never talked about young thug drugs in court. 
and being in court and somebody trying to pass you off a Percocet. Well, not trying, actually did. Um, but is it that bad? Is it is it is it phony? Should we not believe what we're seeing? Are people that stupid to get drugs handed to them in court? Is that person that scared of thug? Is he that powerful that somebody can do something like that for him? But what's the what's your take? I think, and I don't know anything, like, I'm not a Young Thug fan, and I don't dislike him either, because I don't know anything about him, except for, like, I know he wore dresses and finger polish, fingernail polish, which I thought was weird. And he got a Rico case. Yeah, uh, yeah, like, but other than that, I don't know any of his music or anything. But watching the video, he's, I think it was a setup. Like, I don't think he, and I may com be completely wrong, but this is my Tasha theory. I don't think he asked nobody to do that. I don't think he was expecting nobody to do that. I think he was just as caught off guard as the courts were and when we were. You can kind of tell somebody's body language on the video when, like, the guy was, like, coming up. And he, like, turned around to see what was going on, too. And even then, I don't think he knew because him sitting there, it was a door to the right. And when he, like, turned around to see who, like, what the commotion was... I think in his mind, he thought that person was going out the door. And then he kind of looked up like, oh, you right here. And like shook his hand or shook his hand, whatever way it went this way. Just based on his body language, I don't think he was expecting it or requesting it. I think someone was well, probably... Well, he came from this side and he took it with this hand. And then as he took it, his hand went down. But he kind of looked. Yeah, he like, looked at it and then handed it to the guard because the guard was on his ass. Yeah, because I think he like looked to see what was going on and like looked up like, oh, you here? Like, okay, like yeah, I'm shaking your Yeah, but who don't hand. know? In the, and they said that guy was a defendant. Who yeah. don't know that you can't approach a defendant in a courtroom? That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't even think that he would ask somebody to do that because he knows like it ain't going to go down. I'm not going to get, I'm not going to get away with this. So I think it was a setup. Somebody told him, I mean, and in that case, though, if somebody passed me something unknowingly, am I in trouble? Or I, he gave it right to the guard. They're in trouble. Well, you're in jail, and they're talking about you're the leader of the YSL gang. I would think that their initial thought is you're trying to get drugs in, which I is kind of stupid it. because prisons have more drugs than the streets. Yeah. So he can probably, being who he is, get a perk in jail faster than he could in a fucking exactly. courtroom. Exactly. That's why I'm... I, I don't think he asked anybody. I yeah, think he has enough sense like, to know that was not going down. There's 108 cameras in there. Like, why am I trying to do this deal here where I'm a young thug in jail and I could get... I can, you know, I can get drugs. His body language and his reaction to the dude walking up on him look like, look like, oh, like, what's up? Like, what, hey, like, it, it just caught him off guard. So, um, what did you think? I, 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 I initially thought that he was like, you know, trying to do something. The defendant, not Young Thug. I don't think Young Thug is stupid enough to try to get drugs in there. Right. Initially, how it looks, it's like, damn, bruh. Like, really, it's that bad? You want to get high you, that bad? Yeah, when you think about the whole thing, and it's like, who would do that for one pill? Exactly. Who would do that? For, who, would, who would, like, add another 30 years on top of what they're trying to do for you trying to make a drug deal in court? But it could be a ploy. He could have said, do this, and then I'm going to use that to say, see, I this is what I mean. No, this is how people be trying to set me up. They um, be putting me in the middle of stuff that nah, I don't have nothing would to be do easier with. Saying I got a bad drug problem and I need this. That's what you would then they uh, would put you in some type of rehab. I don't know, but 
that you would be easier getting drugs in jail than you would do in a courtroom. Yeah. Like, that's crazy. Um, in Florida, again, first human monkey hybrid created in a controversial lab experiment. And for human genes, human stem cells, and shot them into these um, Ocala, Ocala monkeys. And um, they, I made, like they it. made a little, a, a little monkey baby. Let me tell you, you know, okay, years ago. Did you ago, see a picture of it? I did, and I don't like it. I put it in my story. I don't like it. I don't, first of all, I know that the government and scientists and whoever else all over the world for the last 30 years have been cloning things. And you got to think to yourself, this is just the first one they're telling us about. What about the underground chambers and stuff where they've been cloning people who didn't come out right? You know, or the baby they tried to clone came out with a fourth leg or came out with, you know, 17 fingers. So they just throw it in the trash. Four eyes. Yeah. So I know that I remember when I was younger and the first time I heard a story that they had cloned a sheep. Dolly. I cried. Like I was a kid and I cried because I. You understood the gravity of it then? Yeah. It made me so sad to think like. Why are like you're we're not supposed to be doing this. I remember watching the news and crying and being like upset about it. Like you're not supposed to be doing this. That's you, uh, you should have got help. For no, <laughs> I don't like it. I don't like the idea of clone. Like but people to be that can't play God. That age just says something about your life. Yeah. Like why were you in that state of mind to understand the gravity of cloning as a child? I don't, I don't know. Some people, grown people don't even understand the <laughs> gravity of cloning. You're a kid crying at a cow. I like, know. <laughs> a, a sheep. A I sheep, mean, like yeah. They, they're doing people now. I don't know, but I cry. I don't like the idea of cloning. We can't play God. You can't take a life, and you can't create a life outside of the procreation system that God created. Like, no, you don't do that. That's mm -hmm. And it just it makes me think like, oh, in Iceland somewhere, you know, who do they have to see? And I'm sure they have had some successful clonings and they probably have people who like a man and a woman and now they probably allowed them to have kids to see like how the genes pass down and they're probably watching them through phases of life to see how they grow up and what the results are. I, watch, we're going to find out about all the these results. We're going to find out about it. That <laughs> <laughs> I don't like it. Um, what do you think about Stephen A. comparing Rihanna and Beyonce? I think it was, uh, he talks too much. We all know that. And I think he just, he just went one line too far. To be a Rihanna fan is great. I'm a Rihanna fan. I'm a Rihanna. I like Rihanna. I'm not going to say I'm, I'm not part of Renavy. I like Rihanna. Um, I'm a part of the beehive though, but that his whole statement of, but she ain't no Beyonce. You could have left that out. It's, it's, it was just one of them things, like them backhanded comments, like, but is "Oh, you cute for a big girl." Is he kind of? A, is he? Is he pinning two black women together? Oh no. Okay. Because no. I'm about to say, black women can go a little bit far with that. I don't you think know. he was trying to create any tension, right. any animosity. He just talks too much, and he's just unaware of it's. It's like somebody. Somebody should say, to, "Is he? What? He from the hood, right?" Yeah, he's from Hollis Queens. Hold on, but for context, when he was on the Breakfast Club, he said, "What y'all don't know is that before I got out on stage, Sherry Shepard said, because her team said, because of who you are, let's have a debate." 
So we're going to throw you a topic so we can debate because this is what you do for a living. I know you got the book, but this is what you do. So that's why he answered that question like that. So knowing that this is what they wanted to do. It was distasteful. (laughs) It was. He could have, I mean, he could have, he could have used a different topic to debate, but just. They threw him the topic is the the point. That's what I'm saying. They said, we're going to throw you a topic that we can kind of debate. It just so happened they didn't like his view, and the audience went, ugh. I, it, I didn't like the way. I think he just could have said it differently to say, I you agree. know, Beyonce was my favorite um, halftime performer. I think Rihanna is talented. She's great. I'm looking forward to her show. Even if he said, I hope her performance is as great as Beyonce's. That's a different way to say it. Or to say, you know, I'm looking forward to her performance because I really did love when Beyonce performed. That's a different way to say it. Mm-hmm. But to say, you know, she's this and she that, she's and that, she's not but she ain't no Beyonce. I, I agree with that. I agree with that. But I just, you got to give all the facts and you just be like brushing it off like like you can't see it from a different perspective. No, I, if you were told before you went out, we're going to throw you something to debate because you're Stephen A. This is what you do. And you think, okay, this is the topic they're throwing at me. Let me create But a those little... other two ways that I said you're it could have created right. that statement, but she ain't no Beyonce. That was, it was distasteful. You, he, he is very intelligent. He has a lot of words to use and he knows how to put some <laughs> words together. He could have put words together in a different way to create the same debate without it being offensive. Again, it's like I agree. It's like somebody saying, you know, you are a pretty handsome man to be black. Okay. You know, it's like, oh, well, like, you know, you look good. I mean, you ain't no Brad Pitt, but you look good. Like oh. some people just might like Brad Pitt. I don't think I would take offense to that. Like it's um, like you could have kept that piece to yourself. Yeah, you? I mean, you, it's something you can keep to yourself, but I don't think I would be offended if a girl was like, you think he fine? And she and she was like, yeah, I think he fine, but he ain't no Brad Pitt. I wouldn't be like, bitch, who the fuck you think no, you're talking you to? No, you wouldn't say that to anybody. And I'm, <laughs> I wouldn't and, feel and I'm no type saying... of way like, damn, am I not as good looking as Brad Pitt? I would just think this girl must love the shit out some Brad Pitt. But it's it's just a, it's it's again, for... It's a backhanded compliment. Yeah, a backhanded <laughs> yeah. compliment. Like for... Oh, for somebody to say, oh, you dress nice for a big girl. And it's like, no, bitch, like, I dress nice just for, oh, as a woman. It's, it's, it's like, like I, I think slights. about um about Winnie Harlow. And she said one time in an interview, I hate it when people come up to me and say, you're so brave. And she's like, why the fuck ain't I supposed to be brave? Like, y'all, you just because I got, you know... Vitiligo, like right. I'm not supposed to be brave and show myself or be a model. Right. And it's like, why why the fuck are you saying that? Yeah. <clears throat> Let's do a wrap. Act to the podcast, episode 107. Act to the podcast.com, Facebook, Instagram, Google Podcasts, YouTube, Anchor, Radio Public, TikTok, Breaker, Spotify is where you can catch our faces. It's your boy International Walk. It's your girl Tosh, the co-hostess with the mostest. If you fuck with us, you fuck with us. If you don't, you should. Peace.